Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 68 in the book of Acts. And maybe you've wondered sometimes, what does God think? Or if only I could know what God thinks, or maybe if only I could know where God wants to dwell, or maybe if only I could know who he wants me to dwell with or share fellowship with. So today's story is about superficially a what to eat, but it's really going to head towards who can I eat with? Who are my brothers? And what is God thinking? So we find ourselves five years down the road, at least from Jesus's resurrection. There's been uh, what turns out to be wrong theology going on about what's clean and what's unclean for this whole time. And then this happens. So we have a guy named Cornelius who's getting a vision uh, 39 miles away, and then this is Peter's vision in a city 30 or 40 miles up the road in um, Caesarea. Okay, so Peter's on on, on the road. The next day, he's almost to Caesarea. As they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted to something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance, and he saw the heavens opened, and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air, iguanas. And there came a voice to him, Peter, arise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, by no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. So Peter puts his judgment on it and says, no. Verse 15, and the voice came to him again a second time. What God has made clean, do not call common. Peter gets this rebuke from God. So to Peter's credit, though, he is on the way. So why is he on the way? Because Gentiles, a soldier who sent a posse of three people, another soldier, and two servants, probably all Gentiles, (coughs) sent him uh, to summon Peter, and Peter has responded, and it's coming. So that's the good part about Peter for the story. The rest is bad. All right, so he's on this 40-mile trip or so. He gets hungry, uh, of course, um, and then he gets this vision where it says, rise and kill, 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 so much for vegetarianism. Uh, This goes along with us being stewards of animals, and eat. So the Lord presents these things for Peter to eat, and Peter says, wait a second, I don't eat reptiles I don't eat iguanas. Now, Peter's kind of self-righteous in this. Well, why is that? Well, he's a Jew, and it's because you, God, said so. That is, there's dietary laws enacted from the Old Testament that not only have I followed for my whole life, never have I violated this, he says, but probably my ancestors, not for hundreds, but literally for thousands of years, that we have not eaten iguanas. That is, there's a holiness and unholiness in what we eat and what we don't eat. There's a kosherness and an unkosherness to our our diets. Normal, not normal, allowed, not normal, not allowed. And I have been 
uh, I, Peter, have been thinking what you think, God. I think I know what you think, God, because you told us this 2,000 years ago. In other words, my diet, I think that my diet pleases God. And then Peter's in for the shock of his life. So iguanas come down, and the Lord says, I want you to eat iguanas. And then verse 14 So this is the voice, which we later find out it's from God. Rise, Peter, kill and eat, very specifically. And Peter said, no. Peter says, no. By no means, Lord. No way. I've never done this, and I ain't ever going to do this. Peter says, no. And my, my, my people have said, no. And then verse 15, the Lord says to Peter, Watch your mouth. And the voice came to him again a second time. What God has made clean, do not call common. What you're doing with your mouth right now is not appropriate. What God has made clean. So there's this... So there's this picture happening. There's a picture of holiness and separation of food and these distinct bylaws being, if you will, uh, discarded and these markers of who's in and who's out. Maybe your church or your, you know, do you allow smokers in your church or in your church or people that vote a certain way or people that w- don't wear ties or jeans or um, maybe you only you go to a natural fiber church. Just these ridiculous barriers that we have, and the Lord is using this picture of breaking down the food barriers to illustrate. Yes, what he thinks about food, but really this is pointing towards Cornelius and the Gentiles and the Romans and what you should be thinking about soldiers and servants and people from different cultures and people that have different uh, different languages. The gospel is being busted out into other kingdoms, if you will. And so the Lord is saying, I want you to eat iguanas. And I want you to welcome the, the, the iguanas, who are Gentiles, um, the outsiders, if you will. I want you to welcome these people into my church. It's my church, and I want iguanas in it. So this is a spiritual watershed moment where iguanas and Gentiles, if you will, are being welcomed into what used to be this pure exclusionary uh, Judaism, and the Lord is breaking down distinctions, both in diet, that's the easy part, if you will, but also in who do you eat your diet with. So the amazing thing is, this is a Lord coming down and showing Peter this vision, and I wonder what happens next. And I and stick around, come back tomorrow, because you're not going to like what happens Next, I literally had to turn the page here, and it's it's almost too horrible to mention. So stick around. I'll see you tomorrow as we find out who the Lord wants us to, what the Lord wants us to eat, but more importantly, who the Lord wants us to eat with. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.